Welcome back, everybody. Mike and Ben here with another episode of The Undiluted Truth. So we welcome all you rock tumblers and truth seekers. Hope you enjoyed our overview and our impromptu podcast previously. Uh, we've got a great show for you today titled, Who Are They? So what you're going to be hearing is, a, is coming from a presentation that was done by Dr. Richard Fleming. And this was live streamed from an event that he did in Dallas, Texas, just last month, June the 5th. So he, he covers a lot of uh, different things, uh, SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, but what you're hearing is mm. coming from that event. And we've got a lot of ground to cover, Ben, so let's really let's get right into it. All right, sounds good. All right. Just to briefly kind of uh, review the three areas that we're going to be covering through our podcast, pandemic vaccine, health, immune system, and spiritual strength, strength of mind, body, and soul, Holy Spirit. Today, we're going to get right into a little bit of history here. And that history is a clip coming from 1976 and Mike Wallace. And uh, anybody out there that has heard uh, that name, uh, it was the old 60 Minutes, and let me tell you, those guys, if they showed up at your door, it was uh, it was trouble. They were actually doing good things back then. So hmm. we're going to show a parallel here of things of the past, and we're going to see if we can't connect some dots to what is going on today to help identify who are some of these people, and, and not necessarily specifically the individual's names, rank, and serial numbers, but who in their positions were these people and are these people today? So without further okay. ado, let's, let's, take up, let's take off, I should say, on this, uh, this first clip. All right, let's hear it. The flu season is upon us. Which type will we worry about this year? And what kind of shots will we be told to take? Remember the swine flu scare of 1976? That was the year the U.S. government told us all that swine flu could turn out to be a killer that could spread across the nation. And Washington decided that every man, woman, and child in the nation should get a shot to prevent a nationwide outbreak, a pandemic. Well, 46 million of us obediently took the shot. And now 4,000 Americans are claiming damages from Uncle Sam amounting to $3.5 billion because of what happened when they took that shot. By far the greatest number of the claims, two-thirds of them, are for neurological damage or even death, allegedly triggered by the flu shot. So let's pause that for a minute. We'll pause it right in the middle of that. 4,000 people affected and two-thirds neurological. Mm -hmm. That sounds pretty serious. And did you hear how many people lined up to take the yeah, shot. 40,000, right? No, Ben. Actually, it was 46 million. Oh, and, really? And oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I was pretty far off there. Yeah, just a little bit. And, and, <laughs> and remember, Washington decided, is what Mike Wallace said, the decision was made by Washington, you know, of course, in the powers to be, but 46 million. Wow. Uh, there was a number of... Uh, severe reactions and a number of lawsuits. 
Yeah. And if you caught the tail end of that, even death. Mm-hmm. So this this was serious back then. And, uh, you know, good for these guys for getting in there and, and, and investigating. So let, let's, yeah. move, let's move on here. We pick up the story back in 1976 when the threat posed by the swine flu virus seemed very real indeed. This virus was the cause of a pandemic in 1918 and 1919 that resulted in over half a million deaths in the United States, as well as 20 million deaths around the world. See how easy it is to Thus, the U.S. government's publicity machine was cranked into action to urge all America to protect itself against the swine flu menace. Okay, so that was actual, actually President Gerald Ford with that reference to prior viruses okay. all the way back, you know, in the early... The 1918 and Yeah, in the early 1900s. And whether or not they had their facts together or if it was just a knee-jerk reaction or should we say overreaction, it was heading like gangbusters. We need to get everybody vaccinated. And that's where we are now. And this is a, just listen to this propaganda machine taking off. And what you're going to be hearing next is, is actual commercials or... I don't even know if that's the proper word, but uh, 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 public service announcements right. yeah. of of the the vaccine and how important it is. So uh, just to bring you up to speed in, in that reference, here, here okay. we go uh, from there. Influenza is serious business. During major flu epidemics, millions of people are sick and thousands die. Well, this year you can get protection. The vaccines are safe, easy to take, and they can protect you against flu. So roll up your sleeve. Protect yourself. Now, if you could hear the back of that and and pardon all of the extra noise because these are old old film clips. Uh so the the actual film itself is not that great as far as quality goes. So uh, you know, you, you the listeners out there uh, the the actual information far outweighs the the quality of, of these old films, they're priceless. These things are priceless because, you know, a, a picture yeah. brings forth a thousand words, but, and that's the only thing most of us are hearing it. We're not all able to see it, mm. but, uh, so you were hearing a little, and I'm imitating that. That's pretty close. Those yeah. that that was the sound of this automated people, and folks were lined up, you know, in the studio, yeah, if you will, one right after the other, yeah, like, and, Here, and, roll up your sleeve, and, right? and a doctor there in a white suit yeah. was, uh huh, look how easy, hey, look how easy it is. See, all you just get in line, and the line wasn't even long, just right on through, and you're mm-hmm. vaccinated, and here we go. So now we're going to get into a story of a young woman named Judy Roberts. And uh, uh, we'll say this up front. She she had some serious complications, and uh, Mike Wallace is going to bring us up to speed uh, about what took place with her. All right. One of those who did roll up her sleeve was Judy Roberts. She was perfectly healthy, an active woman, when in November of 1976, she took her shot. Two weeks later, she says, she began to feel a numbness starting up her legs. 
I joked about it at that time. I said I'll be numb to the knees by Friday if this keeps up. By the following week, I was totally paralyzed. So completely paralyzed, in fact, that they had to operate on her to enable her to breathe. And for six months, Judy Roberts was a quadriplegic. The diagnosis? A neurological disorder called Guillain-Barre syndrome, GBS for short. Sorry for that little hiccup there, but... Uh... So now we see an actual diagnosis of an, of an effect that uh, Ms. Roberts had, and uh, the term Guillain-Barre was right. used, a, a paralysis, if you will, condition that uh, put her in a wheelchair for, at, at this point in time uh, of, of the video, six months. Um, perfectly healthy, mm -hmm. took the jab, and wheelchair paralysis, severe. Uh, the pictures of her, she, she can hardly move her arms, uh, needs help, uh, husband helping her in and out of bed, into the, in and out of the wheelchair. So uh, uh, very serious. Uh, not sure how many people have heard of Guillain-Barre. Right. Yeah, I know I hadn't. Um, and I, I, when we were talking about it just before the podcast, I was, I was asking you a question like, how in the world do you have a diagnosis of a problem neuro neurological caused by an injection unless you've somewhere previously come into that same thing before? So, you know, not knowing what it was, I'm like, okay, you took a vaccine and now you have a neurological issue that all of a sudden you have some diagnosis for. Like, like how'd you know what it was? You know, and then then you started looking into it and and found out that it's kind of like a more, I guess you could say, vague description as to the symptom, not necessarily, you know, knowing exactly what happened, so to speak. Right, and you know, the, the it is a a rare neurological. So, you know these these vaccines, and they're even talking today that. When you get something injected in you that that is going to go in and attack your nervous system and uh, even mask itself as something else, right? Your T cells are basically our defenders. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have some issues where certain things, especially if the body doesn't recognize what they are, if they're meant to be good, it's going to cause the body to turn on itself right auto immune yeah. disease syndrome mm -hmm. acronym aids same thing that's exactly what uh, was going on there but it, i think that's a good question that you pose because it makes you wonder was there vaccinations prior, prior to that that, that, that brought about the same brought on Guillain-Barre, they right, named right. it, they identified it, and now right, they, yeah. maybe it was suppressed for a certain length of time, and then boom, here it shows up again. But It does leave something like a question mark, kind of, in, in, in my head type of thing. Like, Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and I have a list here of things that uh, Guillain-Barre uh, cause, uh, causes, mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's some serious stuff. It's, it's a paralysis that sort of starts off, you know, she couldn't move certain things. But if you can imagine the internal being 
paralyzed. Right. So you 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 would have difficulty with eye muscles and vision, difficulty swallowing, speaking, or chewing. Uh, the pricking of pins and needle sensations all through your hands and feet, pain that could actually be severe, uh, uh, coordination problems. So, I mean, you could be unsteady, you could fall, uh, problems with digestion or bladder control, uh, your, even your heartbeat and your blood pressure. Right. So think about those things. This is not just... Oh, I've got uh, a fever and, you know, a, right. a bad case of, you know, maybe a severe flu. Mm-hmm. You know, they were talking about the influenza, which we know today is the flu, but it's right. 1976. Now, here we go again, are talking about our ages, but uh, <laughs> in 1976, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, you could, you could put this together. I was a year out of high school. Oh. So I, I remember a lot of this, <laughs> uh, but I don't remember any kind of a flu. Okay. Being so serious that um, that it caused a big wave, at least to where I was living. So, but right. uh, we will we will move on here, and uh, we'll finish up a little bit of her story, and then we'll get into what the authorities in the CDC were getting uh, uh, questioned about. Hmm. These neurological diseases are little understood. They affect people in different ways. As you can see in these home movies taken by a friend, Judy Roberts' paralysis confined her mostly to a wheelchair for over a year. But this disease can even kill. Indeed, there are 300 claims now pending from the families of GBS victims who died, allegedly as a result of the swine flu shot. In other GBS victims, the crippling effects diminish and all but disappear. But for Judy Roberts, progress back to good health has been painful and partial. So. We we see here, as you heard, it was more like 300 families that filed claims mm-hmm. for death of another family member. Uh, this this is but one case, and 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 I would say a a, a brave woman here, uh, and you you can't see her. A young woman, uh, very pretty, uh, and it and it's you know I, I think I think about it, it's it's, it's a shame. To you know, to see that these things actually uh, took place even mm-hmm. even back then. Right. So we are seeing sort of dots connected, aren't we? I mean, our yeah. our system today is 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 marking adverse effects of the vac- the vaccinations, and right. I know that. The VARES, the reporting system, uh, they're saying that it's only ga- it's only gathering, or the accuracy is is one to ten percent. Mm, wow. So, so with that being said, the number of actual deaths is what many say, and and I say many in the medical field, talking about experts, you're looking at about five hundred thousand. Right now. In the past, if we've had 20 deaths, this thing was shut down. But yeah. uh, So yeah. what we want to do now is uh, let's, let's take just a minute, uh, not a minute, but a sec here, and we will pull up, uh, go ahead and pull up Mike Wallace questioning a, uh, uh, the head of the CDC at that time, uh, David Sensor. All right. This right here 
will make anybody squirm, the questions that Mike <laughs> Wallace is asking him. But uh, just listen to some of the things that uh, are, are being responded to and how they're being responded. All right. Recommendation was not on the basis of the death of uh, a single individual, but it was on the basis that when we do see a change in the characteristics of the influenza virus, it is a massive uh, public health problem in this country. Dr. David Sensor, then head of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, is now in private industry. He devised the swine flu program and he pushed it. You began to give flu shots to the American people in October of 76. October 1st. By that time, how many cases of swine flu around the world had been reported? There had been uh, several reported, but none confirmed. Several reported, but none confirmed. That's around the whole world. Did you pick up that on point. that? They wow. started a massive program of vaccinating everybody with no confirmed cases of right. swine flu. Right. That's stunning. Mm-hmm. That is stunning. Now, a lot of reported, but none confirmed. Yeah. This is the head of the CDC. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Mike Wallace has asked him some very tough questions. So the, the propaganda machine began to take off there, and we had several people referenced as far as the ones very similar today they the the incentivation if that's a word the incentivizing uh of sure. uh, of of taking the vaccine so that is actually a violation of the nuremberg code and that is a federal regulation listen to this next bite with mike wallace and uh, David Sensor, the, the head of CDC, about the, I guess, the incentivation. Again, I like that word. Yeah, it um, sounds good. <laughs> incentivizing tongue, of, uh, of, uh, of the vaccine. Here we go. All right. Sensor CDC also helped create the advertising to get the public to take the shot. Let me read to you from one of your own agency's memos planning the campaign to urge Americans to take the shot. The swine flu vaccine has been taken by many important persons, he wrote. Example, President Ford, Henry Kissinger, Elton John, Muhammad Ali, Mary Tyler Moore, Rudolf Nureyev, Walter Cronkite, Ralph Nader, Edward Kennedy, etc., etc. True? Uh, I'm not familiar with that particular piece of paper, uh, but I do know that at least of that group, President Ford did take the vaccination. Did you talk to these people beforehand to find out if they planned to take the shot? I did not know. Did anybody? I do not know. Did you get permission to use their names in your campaign? I do not know. I'm going to stop it right there. He's just, he's getting ready. <laughs> he's getting ready to talk to Mary Tyler Moore. But can you imagine, here's the head of the CDC. They're asking him, did, did you get permission? Yeah. Ben, let me ask I mean, you something. If, if I was to ask you if you got permission to do anything, would... You say I don't know. No, I mean you would. At, at you the know? least, I would say that you know I I was not aware of that department's. I mean that was a different department that would have gotten the approval. You know something like that. But you know yes, if if so, if, I I don't personally know, but that should have been taken care of by said department. Yeah, if I went down you to know, to to, and then you could go interview them. Yeah, yeah. 
If so, I went down to Bass Pro Shop and and yanked a bear off of the the shelf or a stand and put it on and ran around the store, and somebody asked me, "Did you have permission to do that?" I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it it almost sounds to me like uh you know I plead the fifth type of answer. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I mean, well, well, yeah, he's he's walking a fine line there. Yeah, and we're not talking about a bear suit. No, we're talking about advertising and putting people's name out there for the sole purpose of uh, telling the American yeah. people of probably all ages that at least that are old enough to make a decision that, hey, my favorite actor, my favorite uh, mm-hmm. sports guy, my favorite uh, singer, my favorite president, my favorite president right. or the current president. Exactly. Yeah. Is, right. You know, and that brings us right back to who are these people? Yeah. That is a perfect example of the people that, and I can tell you, even back in 1976, I thought myself that those kind of people, like the head of the CDC and others, I know it wasn't just David Censor making these decisions solely, mm-hmm. but I thought they had our, my best interest at heart. When it comes to the actual health well, of people. Su- they're supposed to. Yeah. I mean, I could only think my parents, if they were alive today, listening to some of this, and of course they were there, but, you know, they had passed on. But, you know, I was 18, 19 years old then, and I'm thinking of my children. Mm-hmm. And we would like to think that we that we have some faith and trust in the people that are making these big decisions. Right. Well, let's, you know, they, you know, they say the proof is in the pudding. Well, Mike Wallace is going to show us a little taste of the pudding here as he talks to one of those that their name was used that that supposedly I don't, that I don't know if supposedly, I got permission. For, yeah, yeah. Suppo- <laughs> supposedly took right. the vaccine. Okay. Here we go. Flu shot. No, I did not. Did you give them permission? To use your name saying that you had or were going to? Absolutely not. Never did. Did you ask your own doctor about taking the swine flu shot? Yes, and at the time he thought it might be a good idea. Um, But I resisted it because I was leery of having the symptoms that sometimes go with that kind of inoculation. So you didn't? No, I didn't. Have you spoken to your doctor since? Yes. And? He's delighted that I didn't take that shot. You're in charge. Somebody's in charge. There are... This is your advertising strategy that I have a copy of here. Who's it signed by? This one is unsigned. But you, you'll acknowledge that it was your baby, so to speak. It uh, could have been from the uh, Department of Health, Education, and Welfare. It could be from CDC. I don't know. I'll be happy to take uh, responsibility for it. And we'll stop that. He is finishing up this uh, so I... brief report with... Uh, Sorry, I th- I think the video clip missed the name of the lady that was there. Do you know the name of that lady? That I do, and and anybody who was living back in 1976 and watching television, that voice is known everywhere. Okay. And that was Mary Tyler Moore. Okay, then. So, okay. Uh, you know, the, the Dick Van Dyke show, and then later on, okay, yeah. the actual Mary Tyler Moore, she had her own show. But right. she... There was no bones about it. Uh, she did not get give uh, permission, and yeah, yeah, any any kind of request <laughs> to use her name or anything. And uh, yeah, once again, 
the head of the CDC was doing a bit of squirming. So that was really stunning, I think. For somebody that is claiming not to know any of this. Of pleading the fifth. Yes, that so quickly he was willing to take responsibility, as you heard. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I'll take responsibility. It's like, I mean... You know he's the he's the head of the C- CDC, so mm-hmm. clearly he's responsible in some way, shape, or fo- form. Right. But it's like if you honestly didn't know what a department was doing, why would you be like, "Well, I'll take full responsibility for it," though? I'd Absolutely. Be like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I like think, that's news to me. Thank you. I think that was a little quick on his behalf. I, uh, you know, if if you could walk you know, and straddle the line. I think he's really trying to do it right there. Mm. This really is a, a a snapshot of of history of where we are with with these people. And, you know, there again, we're not talking about individuals. There was another individual that was working for the CDC that basically went against everything that the CDC head back then, David Sensor, had said. You might call him a whistleblower back then, but he was standing up basically saying that everything that was said in that interview about Mm -hmm. not knowing that there was dangers, he said was false because there was, and they made it known to the CDC. Uh, oh, can, the other guy that you're talking about? Yes. David. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Not, yeah, it was, it was another individual that worked for the CDC that basically said right. that, no, uh, they were, let's just that face David it. David knew what he was talking uh, about. Yeah, okay. he, they, they all knew that, that this individual and others made it known that, hey, there's some, mm-hmm. there's some risk issues with this vaccine and we need to take a hard look at it before we move forward. Right. So, but, uh Anyway, uh, this just just gives us a piece of it. So um, we're going to get into another clip here. Uh, I I can't say I would have to. Uh, it wasn't. I don't know. Well, I would think that you're in charge of the program. I would have to check uh, the records. I haven't uh, looked at this in some time. The information form, the consent form, was also supposed to warn people about any risks of serious complications following the shot. But did it? No, I had never heard of any reactions other than a sore arm, fever, this sort of thing. Judy Roberts' husband, Gene, also took the shot. Yes, I looked at that document. I signed it. Nothing on there said I was going to have a heart attack or I can get Guillain-Barre, which I never heard of. What if people from the government, from the Center for Disease Control, what if they had indeed known about it? What would be your feeling? They should have told us. Did anyone ever come to you and say, you know something, fellas? There's the possibility of neurological damage if you get into a mass immunization program. No. No one ever did? No. Do you know Michael Hatwick? Yes. Mm -hmm. Dr. Michael Hatwick directed the surveillance team for the swine flu program at the CDC. His job was to find out what possible complications could arise from taking the shot and to report his findings to those in charge. Did you know ahead of time, Dr. Hatwick, that there had been case reports of neurological disorders, neurological illness, apparently associated with the injection of influenza vaccine? Absolutely. 
You did? Yes. How'd you know that? By review of the literature. So you told your superiors, the men in charge of the swine flu immunization program, about the possibility of neurological disorders? Absolutely. What would you say if I told you that your superiors say that you never told them about the possibility of neurological complications? That's nonsense. I can't believe that they would say that they did not know that there were neurological illnesses associated with influenza vaccination. That simply is not true. We did know that. So, if you hear, that was pretty clear. That was back then, I guess, probably one of the first whistleblowers that, that I know of. But that is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. These, yeah. these lies were blatant. And this guy made no bones about it. He he calls it nonsense, and he and he he was stunned. He couldn't believe what was going on. Does this sort of sound familiar, though, as to yeah. what we're going through today? This was really big, even you know back then or even today. When when I'm just listening to it, I'm a little bit sort of dismayed about what I'm hearing. But mm-hmm. wow, big dots connected. Ben, unfortunately, it looks like we're just about out of time here, but right in the middle of all of this, this is absolutely powerful testimony that we're getting. So I thought we would leave the listeners with something that's very apropos about how to know certain people and and what the Scripture says. So this is out of Matthew chapter 7, and I'll begin reading here, verse 15, and read through 20. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. And Ben, I think uh, the more we went through that particular episode, we were getting to know those individuals by their fruits. So with that being said, there is more to come. I can't wait. This uh, particular episode is one of maybe three, uh, but definitely two. So as we move from here, we will bid our listeners farewell and may the intent of your thoughts always be pure. God bless. 